Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and everybody else who considers themselves a wrestling fan, whether you be from this planet or another. This is Eat Sleep Podcast, repeat FM 99, and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I am Sean Hood. That is Dave Taylor. How you doing, everybody? Uh huh. And uh, tonight we're going to take a deep dive into lots of stuff involving pro wrestling. We, Holy we, cow! We do every week, but there's a lot of things to get through tonight, including a review, a late review. We understand, but kind of the schedules didn't work out over the last week, unfortunately. Uh, so we, we had to make we had to hold off till today. Uh, yeah. We will get to AEW Full Gear. We'll do a quick rundown of that as well. So we got a lot to get to. So let's get the business out of the way. Like I said, FM 99 and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast since 2017. A deep dive into all things pro wrestling for the, well, I was going to say for our area, but really, I mean, we worldwide, baby. We got listeners yeah, we in, we got listeners in like Djibouti and stuff. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so in any event, uh, wherever you're listening to us, we appreciate it, but there's lots of ways to do that. FM99.com and 1069thefox.com are the easiest ways to do that. Right under the media tab, ESPR will always have our most recent episode up there for you to listen. And bing, bang, boom. If you want a more uh, steady version of listening to us, one that doesn't require a lot of work on your part, you can find us in all your podcast apps. Just search for ESPR Wrestling and then subscribe. Boom, the new episode will be there for you every time you open up your app. And even further... We uh, well, in addition to that, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter for when we go live like this, and then you can join in with us. You just got to like us on there, it's tw- on the Facebook, facebook.com slash ESPR99, and at Twitter at ESPR99. And uh, when you follow us, go ahead and make sure you subscribe, like, whatever it is, follow you do on the social media, and then turn on your notifications so you get notified when we go live just like this this because we love hearing from you guys uh and of course if you uh want to get in touch with us even when we're not on that's doable you email us espr at fm99.com so with that out of the way let's get into all nine thousand things we have to talk about this week dave <laughs> oh man the latest wrestling news we, we, we got to go with the, with the news story that just broke uh, breaking news i wish we had a sounder breaking yeah. news breaking, news. breaking, breaking news. news so if you don't know now you, you know, know. I'm gonna hit the button. <gasps> Zelina Vega released by WWE. Interestingly You're fired. Enough. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was surprising to say the least. Um, she had been kind of featured pretty regularly recently. Yeah, she was um, a push, but that's not what that that's not why that she got let go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not really sure um, where this came from. Why we decided this was going to be the the end for Zelina Vega. Um, well, she did tweet at 5:46. Yeah, I'm checking this. This says this was this tweet. It was issued uh, following her release. Okay, okay. So, so she tweeted this afternoon. Uh, yeah. She supports unionization, and apparently, the story, according to Dave Meltzer, uh, we'll cite him because he's I guess close to this. She Dave Meltzer is one of the stars that has been really bothered by the fact that uh, they're losing their uh, their Twitch status and their status uh, oh, with, like the YouTube channel. So she has quite the following. She has a non-nude OnlyFans account, which I guess she does really well with, and she interacts with her fans and right. has quite a following. So, you know, this is probably a battle with that. And then, you know, the union thing, mm-hmm. which uh, I'll tell you, for those of you who've been watching wrestling a long time, uh, that that's a bad word in the, in the Vince McMahon world. Yeah. Ask Jesse Ventura. Yeah, well... <laughs> well, Jesse Ventura did his own uh, laundry list of things to get himself not liked by Vince McMahon as well. Right. Um, so it wasn't just that. But uh, but it, at the end of the day, I'm not sure if, if, if she just raised enough of, of uh, raised enough hell about the fact they took over the Twitch accounts and everything, which I frankly don't blame her for because her and Alistair had really built up their account yeah. and made it into something interesting. And then WWE, and that, that I told you when this happened, I didn't like it. Because WWE waited until they all built these 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 successful channels, yeah. and then decided we're taking over. They didn't. It's, it would have been completely different if WWE was like, "Hey guys, we'd like you to start doing this. We're going to set up these things." Blah 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 blah. That would have been very different than you waiting until, or even like the second they sign up, WWE's like, "Oh wait, if you're going to be doing that, we need to we need to make sure that you're you're under the WWE umbrella because you're using our names and whatnot." So yeah. like th- again, that would have been different. But they waited until they were successful and then decided they were going to do this to everybody. And I don't blame any superstar who has an issue with the way WWE handled that because I think it was messed up. Um, now, that being said, I don't know that it's the best idea to complain about it till you lose your job. Well, th- this is how you set an example, I, 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 unfortunately. But this is yeah. like, okay, you see that? See, we don't need her. 
she's gone. So if you yeah. want to complain like her, you're, you're out the door. Uh, I mean, this happened you know years ago, you know, because Zach Ryder kind of he didn't go rogue, but he had this own channel created this popularity, which was that they didn't want. Mm-hmm. And now you know Selena's got her thing. Probably complained a lot. Probably the more vocal one. How dare you say that she might have complained? Um, look, she did whatever, uh, and we're speculating. We don't know that that's what um, caused this this issue. Um, I, I, I guess it could it could have been it, it could have been a million things that we don't know about. You know, for all we know, she shanked a guy, but I'm gonna guess that that wasn't what it was. Um, realistically, Benjamin chimed in here. He says probably because she was thinking of making a union, the Twitch thing. She probably did talk a lot about unionizing, especially after the Twitch thing, and that probably rubbed people the wrong way in management. So, of course, they're yeah. going to do something about it. Um, the only yeah. thing I can say here is that I don't know where this goes from here because it worked out real well for them to have Alistair and her together on the same roster because they're married. Yeah. Um, and if you just get rid of her, if you just got rid of his wife for being mad about something you guys did that was messed up to begin with. I can't imagine Alistair wanting to stay either. And that's a bummer. I really like Alistair Black. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I would say, but the way they've been using him right now, he might be more useful. I don't know where this contract deal is. And Selena, you know, if she has to wait 90 days because they released her, uh, like Philip just said, I'm kind of surprised they released her. I hope she goes to AEW. I could see, you know what? She could, she's a decent wrestler. She would be good for that brand. Alistair would be great for that brand. Um, I will say this: If she ends up in AEW, is Alistair going to go through a table every week on SmackDown? Depending on what she says. Um, if if uh, <laughs> what what, what did what did uh, Miro say? Was it Screw Vince or something like that, or Screw Vince McMahon, or something along those lines? And uh, so now Lana's gone through a table what eight weeks in a row or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, rough, rough yeah. to say the least. Yeah. Uh, but Trina asked, did they make everyone get a Twitter? Uh, they like to have their wrestlers have a social media account, which is really strange. It's almost like a double-edged sword because, like, they want them to have the account, you know, because they get fans, they, they make it the thing. But, like, in the Dean Ambrose world, when, when John Moxley was Dean Ambrose in WWE, he never tweeted. He had yeah. the account. He didn't use it. It existed. I, I, he might even had one tweet before all that. <laughs> yeah, Cena, not much on that stuff. And his, his Instagram posts are really weird. They're not like your standard <laughs> Instagram. So. It's it is you know it's it's a bummer because I think she was a real asset to them. She was a great manager even when they didn't really care about managers. Um, and it's a bummer that they 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 got rid of her. Yeah, that's the, the, the downside uh, here is I think this really the person I think this really messes up is Andrade. Yeah, because I I think she and Andrade were going to end up back together at some point, and I really feel like he needs her. I don't feel like he's a strong enough character and speaker without her. Um to to really shine like he can uh she was a great great manager for him so yeah because he he kind of needed that and yeah. um uh, you know angel garza is going to be fine on his own but it was weird because like they've split up and they got back together you know mm-hmm. or something, and it was weird you know and then now she's gone so yeah no you're not you're not wrong you're not wrong Ugh. it's frustrating to say the least yeah, which, by the way, and the other reports are, because that happened today, that SmackDown is uh, under chaos or whatever with, with the rewrites tonight, because Vince was off last week. Apparently, um, Vince showed up today and decided he didn't like anything they had written and threw out the entire show, and they are wrote the whole show from scratch today. Uh, for all I know, things are still being written. Uh, um, by the way, uh, Benjamin, brings up a good question. Uh, how is up, up, down, down different um, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, I know that Xavier stopped calling himself uh, Xavier on Twitch. He started calling himself uh, Austin. I think he called it like Austin something gaming or something like that. Um, so, I mean, maybe he gets around it by using his real name uh, and not using any of his WWE stuff for it. I yeah. have no idea. That's the only thing I can think of because, I mean, you can't control everything I do, especially if I'm not using any of your like not nothing i'm using is yours you know what i mean i'm using yeah, my own yeah. content i'm using my own name i'm using i like that's the only thing i can think of um to make to that makes it work for him now that being said i do we know for a fact that wwe isn't running his channel because i don't yeah i don't know i i don't know that for a fact i have no idea which ones they they if they're i have no idea which if any they don't officially have control over so yeah. Yeah, he says that's what I think the others should have done, use their own stuff. 
That's what Paige did. She started calling herself Soraya instead of Paige. Yeah, and she's not happy with the uh, Selena firing. Uh, she had a uh, oh, tweet I'm sure. about that too, and um, it's not on the page I have open. So, of course, yeah, no, that would make too much sense <laughs> if it was readily available for us. That, that would have that. So, but yeah, but she just she's definitely not happy about the about the release. So. Yeah, I don't blame her for not being happy about it. Anybody, anybody who's close to Zelina is not going to be ha- happy about it. Hi, Deborah. Hi, Deborah. Who's, who says hi, Sean and Dave? <laughs> <laughs> hi, watching. Deborah. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't know how anybody. I can't think of anybody in the company other than like the most diehard company guys who would support it. Yeah. So. Does she have a legal battle? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, this might be a. Uh... You know, Probably not. Uh, if there's something we've learned over the years, it's that these guys sign these contracts and they're essentially airtight to protect WWE from ever being at fault in any of these scenarios. Yeah. I mean, so many of these guys have sued so many times and tried to get, you know, tried to do legal battles and no, almost nothing has worked out in the favor of the actual, the, the boys or the, you know, the wrestlers. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, some other news. Uh, <laughs> it's been hinted at that uh, Seth Rollins uh, because uh, the man is going to become the mom is going to be taking a break soon. So uh, I guess I don't know if it's going to be Survivor Series, but the question is like how, how you know much are they going to wrap up this Murphy, Seth Rollins, Rey Mysterio thing? Which I actually kind of thought in the last week was was mm-hmm. outstanding. I thought it was like well this okay this is like now it's becoming intriguing after feeling it was dragging on for a while. Like last week was really good. Which means yeah. This week will probably be terrible. But right. Um... <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know, in all honesty. I mean, I, I feel like you're going to get at least some kind of resolution there. Um, but, I mean, I've given up caring about the story so long ago that I don't know that any resolution is really going to make a difference to me. I don't know that anything's going to feel final and, and, and meaningful because, realistically, this thing all should have been over when Dominic and his, his dad teamed together against yeah. Ray and, and Rollins, you know? But we've dragged it on and on and on and on, and it's just too much. So I, I don't know. I don't know what we get uh, with that. He, Benjamin's 100% right. He said he's glad that Seth's taking some time off because that rivalry has lasted way too long, and he's 1,000% correct. This rivalry has gone on so much longer than was necessary. Well, they kind of like transition a little bit. Maybe uh, you know, part of it is with Murphy and and um, and Aaliyah, uh, you know, with whatever's going on there. With um, you know, now they have, I guess, this relationship. So I guess you know, where does Buddy's alliances, you know, fall in the place? So I guess we'll find out tonight who takes the last SmackDown spot. Um, you know, it's, uh, if it's going to be Dominic, if it's going to be Buddy, uh, or, or where this is going to go. Would be right. quite interesting, and and how and how they get you know so get rid of Seth, um, but you know they got to come up with some sort of angle where he's going to be gone for a while because you can't just you know just randomly disappear and come back. Hey, I'm a dad now. Okay, I'm, I'm completely yeah. changed. I'm a nice guy. You know. Yeah, it's not going to work that way for me. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not really. I'm, I I can't really even pretend that I'm all that interested in it. To be perfectly honest, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know I last week got my attention, but they're going to probably blow it this week because of. Uh, because of Vince and how he's treating the, the show right now. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree with you. I agree. Yeah. Uh, one other story coming in um, is that the WWE, uh, not on the road again, but they're telling the uh, talents that uh, the old way of touring yeah. is not coming back. That's when they're going to be able to start touring, which hopefully will be later in 2021. Uh, it's hard with to any luck. Now. With any yeah. luck, that'll happen. We don't really. I, I, to be perfectly honest, though, I, I mean, I know they need to do some touring. They just have to. But I, I, the idea, well, you and I talked about this previously, the idea that they would stop doing such crazy amounts of house shows, to me, is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, less, you, you're, you're, you weren't making a ton of money on the house show circuit anyway, so if you do less of them, it's less of a cost to you in that regard anyway. And you might have those ones be more successful because you're not in town all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, so to supply and demand. If you're only coming so few, uh, so few times... Mm-hmm. People are going to want to see your show. Now, Plus, if you uh, you're you're taking the wear and tear off of your performers' bodies, that you don't, you don't like run that. the risk of somebody like Roman Reigns or somebody like you know some big name uh, tearing something at a house show. That I'm sorry, for all intents and purposes, in the large scheme of things, was meaningless. Yeah, you know. Yeah, which by the way, uh, the WWE says they have no events since like February. Of of uh, got fired those who sell and coordinate merchandise along with others at live events. So all those people, you know, when they want to bring them back, 
they're going to have to either, you know, rehire them if they're still available or find new crews. So it could be a bumpy start, you know, just yeah. getting back out on the road. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really, you're not going to hear me crying any tears about this. <laughs> I'm okay with yeah. the idea. Because again, just like you said, supply and demand, if there's less of it, then people will want to see it more because it won't be like, well, they were just here six months ago. Yeah. You know, as, as long as the shows come back and you can prevent the guy yelling behind me, this stupid, stupid thing, <laughs> show that has nothing to do with what's going on. Or that just was so annoying. That was so annoying. I remember so, that clearly. So for those of you who don't know, we went to SmackDown. That was what a year ago. I, I whenever they came to uh, Nor- Norfolk, back uh, when we were allowed to be around people. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and uh, I think this might have been like when Bailey, I think, like turned heel or something, because they were yelling like for Charlotte, but like it had nothing. Just and, and people yelling throughout the night had nothing to do with what was going on. Just trying to start a chant and not paying attention and just being loud. They can't hear a gosh darn thing. It was uh, September 3rd of 2019, so a little over a year ago. A year and two yeah. months ago. Yeah, please don't be that guy. Yeah, don't be that guy. Go to the show, could, have you fun. You could be watching. Just be quiet. Just, yeah, just... You, you could be watching. And if you are, <laughs> it's not in the recording. I'm fine. <laughs> That's no audio. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> All right uh, is there any other news I don't have a graphic for? Um Oh, great. Okay, that's <laughs> helpful. What news? What news, Dave? Uh, a, a guy called The Sauce, Alex Zane, no relation to Sammy, because uh, obviously that's his own name, uh, apparently signed with the WWE. He uh, wrestled in... GCW? GCW, yes. Uh, apparently he's uh, going to be a part of the upcoming Performance Center class. So uh, The Sauce. That, that includes I, uh, I, Benjamin I, Carter. And The Rascals, by the way, who just left in fact. Oh, he's part of them? No, 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 Bob. He's oh. part of that class. He's part of that class. Okay, all right. Because well, the, ra- the, the, the Rascals, Rascals are apparently about to sign with WWE, too. Oh, uh, apparently they already have. So. Okay. I, last I had heard that they hadn't signed yet. They were just expected yeah, to. But according to WrestlingInc.com. I'm, I'm really curious about what WWE is going to do with them because they just don't strike me as the kind of guys that WWE is going to have anything good for. Yeah, it was weird to see those guys leave Impact. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I thought like, wow, it's just I think they've been there for like three years or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's time for a change. And Benjamin Carter, who I'm not familiar with name wise, sounds um, familiar. Yeah, but uh, that now, now I have to look it up so I can see who I know that is. Uh, Benjamin <laughs> Carter. Let's see. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm f- okay. I, I remember this guy. He's a British. He's a British wrestler. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'd be. Wouldn't be. He's probably. Realistically, I mean, if, if I don't remember if you said this or not, but I mean, is he going to end up on NXT UK? Because that would make the most sense to me. Probably. I mean, that would make the most sense to me. He, uh, yeah, he's he's a, a oh, yeah. big, yeah, he's a big time indie UK wrestler. Yeah, I think they call him the Prodigy or something along those lines. But yeah, he's he's a very talented dude. So I'm excited. Whenever somebody's going to NXT or NXT UK, I'm excited for them because I'm like, <laughs> oh, that should be good. But yeah. you know, you tell me they're going to Raw or SmackDown, and I'm like, oh, I hope it's okay. Oh man, yeah. You know, I I remember once upon a time when people showing up on Raw would have been a big deal, and now when it happens, I go hi. I don't I don't go hi. I'm just saying hi to people <laughs> to my mother who's saying hi to us. Um, I, I I now when they when people debut on Raw and they show up, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, you poor thing. <laughs> yeah, retribution. Because, oh, geez, let's not even talk about Retribution, Dave. Oh, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're soon meant for the scrap pile. The same, they're going the same direction as, as Raw Underground. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's what we have to do. Do you want to go AEW? Do you want to do emails? Because I, I, I got a handful of emails we can go through and have some fun with this. Well, let's do AEW first. Okay. We'll do AEW right. first. That way we can knock that out, get that out of the way, and then pay attention to the emails. Uh, we just, you know, we just went through topics. So let's go through a show and then we'll yeah. go back to some topics. All right. So that works for me. So yeah, AEW full gear was this past Saturday for the low, low price of $50. If you wanted to pay to watch it, which, um, ow, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. 50 bucks in, in, in the pandemic age when there's barely anybody there. I can't believe people are still charging these prices. Uh, but, but a better show than the previous one. Oh, much better show. Much top yeah, to bottom, yeah. much better show. They, they this is this. I don't know the best show, their show of the year, mm-hmm. but definitely maybe just comparing it to the last show. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> much better show. 
But I, I was concerned because um, Serena Deeb, Deb, who, uh, by the way, just became the NWA World Women's uh, Women's Champion. Champion. Yep, by beating Thunder Rosa. Yeah, yeah, that was at an NWA event. So that was kind of like if you weren't following, because I was like, when did she become champion? So I had to look that up. Uh, Fought Allison Kay, former uh, NWA Women's Champion in her own right. Mm -hmm. Who's also extremely talented. No, the match didn't work for me, and I was really concerned. No, it was it was very clunky between the two of them. It was it was I don't know if it was just a matter of them not you know having worked together recently or ever. I don't know if they've ever worked together at all. I would imagine they have at some point, um, but it just it, they just didn't they were not in sync. Uh, it yeah. just didn't it didn't click. Yeah, yeah. And, I'm not, and I'm not knocking them at all. For, you know, as far as all that, I'm not trying to say they were you know that they're terrible. They're both very talented women. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just it just didn't work for me. Yeah, so, so Serena, by the way, it's so weird. I mean, because her, her appearance, you know, has varied so much throughout the years with the short hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and now, because she's doing the, um, is it the aerobics? Not aerobics, it's the yoga, right? Because, I mean, because her, her body is, is completely different than, like, if you haven't seen her in a long time. Right. It's not what you may remember. I mean, and, and she's just in incredible shape. She's in, yeah, she's in amazing shape. Yeah, yeah. Which, it's which it's really hard great. to recognize her as the girl from uh, the Straight Edge Society. Yeah, that looks completely different. Well, especially now she has hair. So, <laughs> well, yeah, but she had hair when she started that. Yeah, she did. Yeah, then but she, she does look it. a lot different. Hard to believe yeah. that was like almost like ten years ago. I know, I know. It's, it's crazy. It, it was, <laughs> and Serena's still I, young. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the show kicks off. You got the uh, the the AEW World Championship Elimination Tournament final match. So they're gonna get a. Uh, and I tell you what, what a way to kick off the show! Holy cow! That Can was you, a that was a hot start. Yeah, Kenny Omega uh, defeating a uh, Hangman Adam Page. Holy cow! I mean, we, what? I, I was surprised this kicked off the show. I was, and I wasn't in a weird way because uh, you don't want it too close to the main event. Um, and in the same regard, you know, it was going to be a hot match, so it gets the crowd. They can get the crowd fired up. They have white people watching fired up. And also, I feel like there's just this, this kind of bookending thing they were doing because they're clearly on a, on a collision course between Moxley and Omega again. Yeah, but Which, this time with Kenny the heel. So. Because yeah, because what they did the first time was that you know when they met Moxley won, and that's been kind of like the catalyst for Omega's really lackluster time in AEW. Like it's been kind of the start of his. I don't want to say downfall, but his it just is his, his it, things going wrong for him. Um, and that's what that's kind of the story I feel like they're trying to tell. So again, you bookend the show with this guy, and then this guy who that they're going to be the focus moving forward. Well, is it almost like like you're kind of um, – I, I kind of agree with you a little bit because I kind of felt like Kenny's been, like, underwhelming. Yeah. And, and through the last couple of months, they realized, like, wow, people really don't think, like, this is the guy that, like, was all the talent in the world and he's overrated. So it's almost like they're they're, they're fixing past mistakes here. Making well, it- I maintained at one point that that might have been on purpose. Like, there may have been a story they're trying to tell here, and that seemed to maybe maybe be the case with the, the, the John Moxley thing because I think they are – that is the story they want to tell is that – He's kind of been the albatross for uh, um, Kenny Omega. John Moxley has, yeah. So I think we'll, we're going to get back there, and we're going to get. I, I just want, I want the cleaner. I want the Kenny Omega from Japan to show up to face John Moxley for that title. You know, but he, he's that. still, he's still being too chummy on the mic, which I don't like. He's showing some heel tendencies, action wise, um, and behavior wise, but he's not. I'm not seeing it when he's on the mic. When he's on the mic, he's still being too friendly for me. Uh, I, think, so. I think I think it's going to change. I think because you know the AEW's challenge for me, and they got a couple, but it's always been like who's really the heel, who's really the face. Sometimes it's it's yeah. kind of wishy washy. Yeah, uh, I don't like that. A uh, next match, which was I think a no brainer, I mean, who's going to win this match was Orin Cassidy defeating John Silver. No offense to John yeah. Silver, but there was Orin never a chance he was winning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I never, thing. I I never, I believed for a second that John Silver was winning, and he didn't. But it was still, I mean, they were still good. They performed well together. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it wasn't yeah. anything amazing because there was no real energy or, or fire behind it. But it was, you know, and there was no drama because, we, again, we all knew that Orange was going to win. Yeah, he, but, he needed this because he had all the high-profile losses to, to yeah, uh, recently. Cody, so. Yeah, yeah. not oh. just Cody, but, you know, I mean, he had he had the feud with Jericho, which was good. And then he has Cody and whatnot. And it's like he comes out of all these, these high-profile feuds with no title. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, okay, well, it's not – ideal but you're right he needs to get some wins and kind of maintain that momentum yeah uh a match i kind of thought was a little bit of an upset um although i, I like the guy in uh darby oh, allen a little bit of an upset oh <laughs> no it was a big upset like i did not see it happen and darby allen we've said it numerous times the dude is the punching bag of yeah. of aew 
um, to the point where I'm concerned about him sometimes. Uh, yeah, me, me, me too. With that, with that battle royal being thrown off with like a bag of tax or whatever else. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but man, uh, wow, I, it, it was a good match uh, between the two of them. They work very well together, Cody and Darby Allen do, and Darby Allen getting the surprising win. Uh, becoming the new TNT champion. The really surprising here thing for me was I, it's not that I could never see Darby winning this. It's just that I didn't see him winning it so soon after Cody winning it back from yeah. Brody Lee. Like, what was the point? Like, why have Cody come back and beat Brody Lee for the title if you were just going to do this? Uh, unless it was like some transitional thing. I will say this because, you know, it's almost like Cody made like a mental mistake. You know, we, we did the crossroads off the top rope. And then you know Darby rolls all the way over like to the ropes and stuff, you know. And then like Cody's just not paying attention, and you know, they're, they're, you know, you know, it's the dramatic. I'm gonna stop it on two and a half because they realize, oh, he's under the ring, and then you know right. Darby ends up winning the match. So it's almost like one of those things. Like yeah, Cody had him beat, but Darby ends up yeah winning the match. Congrats to him, by the way. And like so, right. I'm concerned like like you, you know. I hope he has a long career, but the stuff that he pulls sometimes. Kind of makes me worry that he's not going to be around a long time. Right. Yeah, I agree with you. So a name I'm not going to pronounce, you can do a better job than I do with this. So. <laughs> Hikaru Shida yeah. defeated Nyla Rose <laughs> to retain the AEW Women's Championship, which uh, I was just a little surprised by that, just simply because Hikaru Shida, she's very, very talented. Um, I just don't – she's – the women's division in AEW right now, and some people might argue with this with me, and it's okay. You're allowed to be wrong. Um, I don't – it is so underwhelming, man. So it, it underwhelming. Is. It, it is. It is. It is. Uh, I really do not enjoy it um, overall. I mean, this was a, this was a solid match, but I mean, it was it. I don't know. It, I, it never grabbed me. And again, I think maybe that's partly because I just don't care about the women's division in AEW. Uh, there's so few women there they've actually made you care about, and it just feels like there's no real contenders for this title. So it kind of feels like a two three woman show. Yeah, yeah. You know, it feels like it's either going to be Hikaru or Nyla or when she's healthy enough. Um, oh, God, Dr. Ba uh, Dr. Britt Baker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, Baker. they feel like the only ones that are legitimate, like, that could possibly be in the title picture. Well, that's what I thought. Like, they kind of had this agreement with, like, NWA Women's Division. But, uh, yeah. You know, oh, but, but and I love Thunder Rosa being a part of it. She had some good matches, especially with yeah. um, with uh, uh, Hikaru Shida. I mean, they blew it up at the last, at that other pay-per-view. Yeah. But it was, it's it just the idea to me that, you know, we have to, we have to bring in women from the outside to make our division interesting. That's, that's bad. That's, that's not good. Um, with Hikaru Shida and Nyla Rose and all them, they're, they're extremely talented and everything. But when you have to bring in women from the outside, I think that speaks, and I say have to, not that you want to have to, you get what I mean? When you have to bring in women from the outside to make your division more interesting, that speaks very poorly on your women's division. Um, but I'd love to see them take it more seriously. And they've got, they've got people on the roster like Penelope Ford, who I think is an extremely uh, talented person and could be used to much more of an effect on their roster than uh, she's currently being used. Uh, up next was the AEW tag team titles match between FTR, Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler and the young bucks, Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson. So that's uh, that, uh, that was a match we were all waiting for, for a long time. We wanted to see it. Who was the best team in the world uh, is how they kind of build that thing. The two teams that had, they've, really been portrayed that way for a long time, even in their respective companies when they weren't a part of the same company. And what did everybody think of the match, uh, FTR versus the Young Bucks? Uh, I think it it, uh, it took a minute to get going, but once it did, I think it was pretty amazing. Uh, they, I think they all worked really well together. I don't know that I love the idea of them deciding they wanted to do some flips and that's what cost them the match. Uh, FTR, I mean, because I'd, uh, I should clarify here, the FTR lost the match. They dropped the tag team title to the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson. Uh, Timothy Monaghan saying that he's very happy the Bucks took it. So I'm glad you're pleased, Timothy. I was rooting for FTR, but you know, whatever. It's fine. You know, tell me. Um, <laughs> but it was a good match overall. There was a lot of energy. Uh, I'm just looking at my notes here without Dave here. I'm trying to make sure I have the matches in order and everything. Uh, and I, I feel like. I feel like it, 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 it seemed to me like maybe there was a little bit they were holding back because I think they're going to go back to this match at some point, but it was still a great match. It was fan. It was, it was incredibly entertaining to watch. I, I was never, I was never 
out of the match, if that makes any sense. I was in the whole time. Uh, I was really uh, um, buying into some of the near falls, and it's it was a solid. It was it was a really really solid match. Helped keep the show uh, and incredibly entertaining overall. Um, and those two guys, I, really, FTR's kind of struggled for me at this point in AEW to prove that they kind of deserved that moniker of the best team in the world or one of the best teams in the world because their matches have been good, but not really great with anybody in AEW yet. But this was finally a really, this was a great match with them for them with Matt and Nick Jackson. Now, some people will say, well, they're wrestling Matt and Nick Jackson. Is that a fair marker? I don't know. I, I don't know because the key is like, I, I guess the way I could phrase it best is you could wrestle somebody who's great, but that's not going to make the match great. I think somebody who's great can make you good. I don't think somebody who's great can make you look great. I think you both have to bring your A games and be on a certain level to have a great match together, if that makes any sense to you guys. But again, very, uh, very pleased with it. Uh, I enjoyed the match overall and the Bucks become the new tag team champions. And we'll see this week if they can decide whether they're good guys or bad guys. Who knows at this point, right? Uh, up next, you had Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara in the feud that won't die. This is like AEW's version of Seth Rollins and um, Rey Mysterio and the Mysterio family. I just want this feud to be over, and it seems like it might be, but you know what? Every time I think that, they go back to this match. Dave is back, by the way, thankfully. Um, Dave, we're over on uh, Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara now. Okay. Oh, the uh, in, the, in the, the elite deletion match. Right? The elite deletion match. Yes. Uh, and I was just saying that this is AEW's version of Seth Rollins and the Mysterio family because it's the feud that just will not die. Um, every time I think they're done, they end up bringing it back. And I'm hoping that with this crazy cinematic thing they did, like the ultimate deletion type thing, I'm really hoping that this means it's done, that it's over with. I, um, I I hope so, but I, I did did it, but it kind of dragged out a little bit, I think, because of Hardy's injury, yeah. you know, a couple of shows ago. Um, but how cool to see again Grell and and Hurricane uh, Helms show now. <laughs> I want to put it here uh, at seven fifty one p.m. on November thirteenth, twenty twenty. Somebody said out loud, "How cool was it to see Gangrel?" I I just need that to be documented for for. <laughs> You're okay? So in any event, um, I, the thrill of these, these, the, 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 what is it? They call it the broken universe or whatever. Yeah. I, it's gone for me. I don't think I'm there anymore. I, I liked the first couple they did. I even was okay with the one they did with Bray Wyatt, but I'm just kind of to a point now where I'm like, and it's over for me. I'm just not, I just can't, can't get into it anymore. You've, it, it, I, think, I think we've jumped, I think we've jumped the shark at this point. On the deletion matches. I mean, this has to be, unless like the ultimate deletion or whatever it's going to be, it was when Matt, Matt Hardy gets deleted and he's done. That, yeah, but yeah, I guess. But even then, I don't know if I want to watch it. I just don't know, man. It's just not, it's not my thing at this point. Uh, but again, Matt defeats Sammy, and the only thing now, the only thing about this feud that worked for me is that it's over. Um, in the beginning, I had high hopes for it; the intensity was there, but it has really dragged out too long, and I'm just not, I'm just not into it anymore. Well, I, uh, I think too the injury didn't help either. That let's, let's be honest. When they get well, but even match, when we get, even when we got to that match, it was still really didn't need to still be going. Um, I, I never saw this as a long term blood feud type feud they just kind of told me it was and i was supposed to believe that you know well, no, oh, okay sure all right <laughs> they need to figure out what's next for matt hardy matt hardy needs to figure out what's next for matt hardy yeah i, like I can't matt, tell if he's going to be a cheerleader like, for a like private party or what he's doing uh at this point i have no idea um i, I don't i don't know and sammy shows up this last week like nothing happened and like this is another reason I'm, I'm like we dragged out this huge feud for this big ultimate deletion whatever matchup, and Sammy shows up this week like everything's fine. Take we, a we, week didn't off. Even, we didn't even take a week off. You know, I I, I just I don't know. It bothered me. It, I I don't like it, Dave. I don't like it. To okay. me, that might have been the low light of the night for me. Wow. I don't know. Okay, the next match. I thought this match was good, but I thought it could have been better. This, this, to me, was a little bit disappointing for me. MJF, which I'm happy with that, with, with this win, defeating Chris Jericho. I don't know. I, don't know, I expect it with everything, so all the goofiness that's been going on, I expect a little bit more in this match. I, I don't know that I expected more because MJF has a certain style. 
and it's not flashy or or particularly you know crazy and create i don't want to say not entertaining i meant I'm, I'm, what i mean to say is like not crazy like high energy entertaining um and jericho is about 10 years past anything resembling a style like that and they're uh, and they're both jerks and they're both bad guys and i'm not sure how i was supposed to get invested in this really See, see, and maybe that's the problem when I complain about, the, you know, who's the heel, who's the face. Yeah. And, and like Jericho's become this entertainer guy more than yeah. a wrestler you know, with the, with the whole Orange Cassidy thing. But what, what kills but me here Jer- is you're like, you're like, which one's the heel, which one's the face? Well, in this place, this isn't the issue. We know they're both heels and it kind of isn't great. I mean, I get what they're going for with it. I understand. But the idea that Chris Jericho, especially the Chris Jericho we've seen in AEW over the last year or so. Um, the idea that he would just suck up a loss to MJF and be like, oh, okay, buddy, well, now we're friends, really seems unlikely. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to what they're going to do with MJF with the inner circle because I see some kind of like usurping of power happening there. Um, and I kind of like that. I kind of dig that idea because I think it'll help move MJF to a top heel category. They, they, they need to strap a, a backpack with a rocket fuel on it and just... You know, that's what he needs. You know, he, he's been our guy for a while. <laughs> Why a backpack? Can't you just say strap a rocket to him? Yeah, I guess he can do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, you, if you take a backpack and then we somehow sew a rocket to it. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, I yeah, I, I agree with you uh, about that. They need to. He's he's clearly the future for them as far as the heel side of things. Go. Yeah, yeah. He, he was our guy. He was our most improved of last year. And, mm-hmm. you know, a guy we, we just been a fan of. So. I mean, I'm happy you won the match, but but yeah. I'm trying to like figure out like you you know the point that stirred. But okay, he's joined. But obviously, we saw on Wednesday what the next step was. Yeah, I mean, but they're like, they're still buddy buddy and everything. It seems like he's like causing rifts with Sammy, and I'm like, I don't care about that. Sammy is about as low down as you get on that team. Yeah. Like, I don't really care about that. Like, eh. the only thing I could figure is that that's kind of a bait and switch, and that he's actually Sammy's going to be on MJF's side when it comes down to it. Um, and the whole point would be there be like, oh, how could you do that to Jericho? You know what I mean? Yeah. But again, that'll that'll really depend on how they do it because yet again it'll be one of those storylines where I'm like, when I'm supposed to feel bad for the guy who couldn't keep friends. Yeah, you know. Hey, by the way, J- Jake Hager status because I mean he had a match or two, but like, I mean, is he just going to be there just showing up and you know? I mean, he wrestles every so often, but well, he had a fight. Yeah. He had a fight recently. Well, that's right. That's right. He did. Have so that. he was so training he, for that. So he, I'm sure yeah. he couldn't really do much wrestling during that time frame yeah. because he was hurting himself. And then um, maybe we, after a match, he might be under, uh, even though he probably, you know, he won. Oh, I'm sure like, he's under some kind of medical uh, protocol. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Protocol. So he's got to wait until a certain amount of time. Um, this is one of the issues you have when you let these guys do these sort of things. But I think it does lend a certain credibility to the guy. Uh, by the way, he won his heavyweight fight in Bellator. Yeah. So uh, I think it was Bellator. Pretty sure it was Bellator. Um, in any event, uh, he, he won the fight. I saw the fight. He, he did win. And uh, so, I mean, good for him. Uh, but I, I, I do agree with this. He's on TV a lot for a guy who wrestles very little. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it is a little nice interesting. Paycheck. Yeah, it, it <laughs> well, is a little interesting. There's one match left on the uh, show. Oh. <clears throat> Got to warm up the pipes real quick. Hang on. <clears throat> you mean, and now, the main event of the evening. AEW World Champion John Moxley defends against Eddie Kingston in an I Quit match. It was brutal. It was it was it was, it was, it was brutal. I'm surprised it was, uh, like it was pretty it, it brutal. Didn't go longer just for for that kind of match, and you know sometimes these guys just beat the heck out of each other. For I mean, it was still close to it. It was still close to a 20 minute match. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was it boy, it it was violent. Um. But I'm going to give him credit. It was violent without going too far for me. Barbed wire is not too far for you? No, I'm used to seeing that at this point, dude. Barbed wire is everywhere. I mean, barbed wire, Mick Foley used it a million times. Abyss used it in Impact a thousand times. I mean, there. Unless I'm seeing one of those matches where you're falling on exploding barbed wire, I'm not, you know. Using barbed wire. Yeah, exactly. Using barbed wire isn't too far for me, uh, depending on how it gets used and whatnot. Um I, I, because I, but then that's the thing. I expected this match to be violent, and knowing the background between these guys, just using chairs or something wouldn't have cut it. No, no. I mean, I mean, the barbed wire is John Moxley's, you know, it's yeah. his comfort zone and stuff. It's just to see the guy choked out with it. I mean, I know it's gimmicked and everything else. I just, 
I also enjoyed that we didn't have an overbooked mess in the match. It was Kingston versus Moxley. Yeah, yeah, they they could they could have gone down the different road with that. And we could have had a ton of run-ins and stuff from all the guys with Kingston and whatnot, but I'm glad we I'm glad we didn't. I'm glad we didn't. Um, in that regard, but again, it was a violent match. Uh, I think they did they did well for the kind of match it was. It was, woof! It was it was. If 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 let me tell you, if hardcore wrestling's not your thing, it was hard to watch sometimes. Um, but uh, again, I thought they did a really good job. Um, Moxley yet again proving what a badass he is. Kingston to me in defeat showing what a badass he is. And of course, we know that we're getting um, Omega and Moxley uh, after this because I mean, I mean, we knew that already because of how the tournament ended. But then uh, yeah. Omega showed up after the match, so I mean, very clearly pointing out that this is where we're headed now. Yeah, yeah. That, that, uh, you that, feel like the, you feel like this time Omega has to win, right? I, I think so. I because uh, which will set up a rubber doing, match. You know, which was weird because you know, with the Young Bucks winning. Uh, you know, and then, and, but the Cody shock because I thought like with Cody losing the Young Bucks win, I was like, wow, I figured they would, you know, have everybody get these titles at some point because with, with Kenny winning, the event's like, okay, well, they're going to all have the titles and then they're all going to tick Cody barely off. feels like a part of that group anymore. Yeah. You know, and I, and I really do feel like Cody's on the verge of a heel turn. I think, I think he's getting close. I think he's getting close. Cody Rhodes, by the way. Cody oh, Rhodes. But, now that he has yeah. that name back, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, well, we have we have an email you, about that. If you way. oh well, we'll talk about that in a minute. If you will, Cody Rhodes, uh, the former <laughs> TNT champion, baby. Um, but yeah, AEW full gear. Uh, I like you said, much better than the last show. Yes. yes. Uh, I think overall, if you're grading the show, I think it's a solid show. I think you give it. A, I think you eight. Yeah, eight out of I, ten. I, I, I think I it's a fair it grade. Eight, eight and a half. I mean, it was yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. Skip the pre-show match. Um, but you know, yeah, the, the, skip the, the pre-show match. The first match was great. The, the tag match, you know. And I'm going to tell you right now, the Sammy Guevara, Matt Hardy thing. If you're watching it and the the match doesn't grab you in the first few minutes, just fast forward. Like, don't don't waste the rest of the time. Just fast sometimes forward. that that's like the better thing for these uh, for these non these matches that aren't in the ring. You know, these, yeah. these when they, when I, just, just just skip the BS and get get towards the end because yeah, you know, so it looks still better than the Bray Wyatt. Um, Braun Strowman, um, that one was just too too. I that was a struggle. Dave hated that one. <laughs> yes. Dave really hated that one. I, I didn't hate it as much as Dave did. Yeah. I know, I know, but you were also excited to see Gangrel, so we know where you're at. <laughs> so that takes us from AEW full gear into our uh, our sack of letters, I guess. Yes, and you met you mentioned Cody, so um, Foster uh, from Gwinnett. So, what are your thoughts on Cody finally getting his Rhodes name back? Um. Cool. <laughs> I don't have any strong thoughts on it. I mean, like, it's it's cool for Cody. Um, you know, WWE is kind of owning it just, I feel like, just to be D's um, at that point. So it's nice of Cody to get his name back and be able to, to use it. I mean, it was, like, immediate. It's like, bam. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like, because I think it was even last week, you know, yeah. we talked about it. And then all of a sudden he's got, the, you know, he shows up on Dynamite with the name. But well, yeah, and then we also talk. I mean, we talk about them not touring anymore. Bam, they're not touring, and so it's like maybe we should predict more things on this show <laughs> and uh, let them happen. But I mean, you know, it's it's good for Cody. I I do like him having the name back. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm happy for him. Yeah. Uh, other emails here. Um, okay, so uh, which uh, return was bigger this week, Finn and NXT or uh, Pack and uh, an AEW? Uh, well, Finn, we just do was hurt. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna go with a... I'm gonna go with Pack. Um, I'm going with Pack just because it was a little more shocking. Yeah. Um, uh, I wasn't I wasn't to- I wasn't expecting it at all. And he's a fantastic wrestler, so I'm very excited about him back. Yeah. Finn was just kind of I'd forgotten. Like I I guess it wasn't I'd forgotten. I just didn't know when he was gonna show up, but I knew he was coming back. So like the bigger surprise yeah. was probably Pack. Yeah. 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 Which by the way, a lot of big returns. So not only that, but the Pack return, but uh, but Damian Priest. Showing back up on NXT, uh, and then with the, with the uh, we talk about big upsets. I guess do we call that a return? I mean, he just lost the title like two weeks ago or a week ago or something like that. Well, well, they made it like it's a big thing. Like, oh, Damian Priest is back because he, right. you know, you know. But then, but with uh, Johnny Gargano losing, yeah, dropping the title already. <laughs> but you know what? I, I'm fine with well, that. You when- know what's funny is I almost I I what I want to happen is like I was really hoping that later that night his wife would get a shot at the title and win it. And so, like, they just can't seem to hold them at the same time, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but by the way, congrats! And I can't remember the guy who who, who beat him. Um, was it Leon Ruff? Yeah, yes, yeah, Ruff, yeah, Ruff yeah. winning the title. 
because uh, I, I know because I don't want to tell you because like because like Sean and I had a crazy work schedule this week and it was like 4 a.m. and I'm like I'm not gonna tell you what happened. <laughs> yes, he did say that. He was like, oh, big spoiler, a uh, big surprise. I'm not gonna spoil it for you. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. But but then you're like, okay, then you're like, will the priest come back? And I'm no, like, I, no, I said, did Karrion Cross come back? Oh, it's Karrion Cross. Oh, something. So you yeah. said priest. And I'm like, well, well I was wondering about Cross simply because Cross <laughs> tweeted something out recently about being stronger than he was previously, and this, that, and the other thing. And I was like, oh, is he about to come back? That'd be pretty great. And uh, no, it wasn't Cross. No, but I was so. like, well, it's like, well, we saw Damien after a couple of weeks, and, that, and then I was like, holy crap! Like, and I liked the ending. It was out of nowhere. Um, and it, it got people talking a great way yep. to open the show yep. on, on that. And he's going to hold the title, what, two weeks? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Is that his first win on television? I mean, I always see uh, Ruffs, I think so. I think yeah. so. He's pretty much been a, a, an enhancement guy for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Speaking of a guy who might be a handsome, we got this email. Uh, did Tucker already hit rock bottom after turning a uh, heel? It's some Tony and Rocky Mount. I don't – I honestly don't know. Um, Tucker <laughs> – I don't know if they ever had a solid plan for him to begin with. They clearly were calling things on the fly all of a sudden when they moved him and then moved him back. Um, yeah. uh, or when, I'm sorry, wait. No, well, well, we, thought he, we, we thought he was going to go back to SmackDown, but then he showed up on Raw, yeah. and and then uh, he lost to like he lost to Ricochet in less than a minute. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I'm going to give it more than one week to decide if Tucker's done or not. Um, but when somebody like Vince McMahon is in charge of this and he can lose interest in whatever he's doing and the drop of a hat, um, anybody could be done at any time. And I don't mean that from a character standpoint. Like, Tucker, if they if they wrote this correctly, he could be fine. But I just mean, like, as far as backstage and how they're going to use him, he might be done already. I don't know. You know, it's very frustrating because this team, I, I thought, Ooh. was a great tag team. Him and, and – uh, and, and, uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, I have come back to complete Otis. Otis, yes, yes, go. yeah. There we go. I, I thought it was a great time. <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, like you, you know, he's uh, Tucker's not wrestling. Otis is money in the bank, and Tucker's kind of there because they had nothing for him. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, they split him up. He cost him the money in the bank match, and uh, it's just you know, it's just because they don't know what to do with tag teams. They don't know what to do. So, uh, Kid Cash asked a question. Um, yeah, that's, that that's a good here. question on our Twitter. Uh, what would, which is nice. Hey, if you're using the Twitter, thank you because we don't usually get a lot of people on there. Um, Kid Cash, well, at least not commenting on there. Uh, what would you do with Tucker if you were creative? Uh, like I tell you right now, I wouldn't have done the turn on Otis. So we'd be in very different shoes at this moment. Yeah. Because I'm a firm believer, and I think the New Day has proven it, that I don't have to split up a team for somebody to have single success. I think I can absolutely do that without splitting up the team. I think Tucker can be a cheerleader for his friend and have his back. And I think people can be invested in the friendship on the way to the big win. Yeah. 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 Uh, a complete mistake. You know, one, splitting up the team, moving him on, on, on the raw, and then having him cost Otis. Have him do it accidentally. You know, I mean, because obviously there's no payoff to this feud. You know, and maybe until the Royal Rumble and say, hey, remember like four months ago when he did that thing? And then yeah. I never saw you again because yeah. even though we're in the same building every week, I never decided to go to Raw or, or whatever. You never came to SmackDown. And I feel like at some point they're just going to panic because they have nothing for either of these guys. And they're just going to stick them back together and it's going to mean nothing. Yeah. Which was, by the way, was it in the Iconics? Uh, one of the uh, Peyton already has Peyton. a new tag team partner with Lacey Evans or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, she's tagging with her. I don't know if they're going to be a legit team all the time, but. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. I, the, the every time I see teams get split up in WWE, it's funny because they're like everybody. People go, "Oh, well, which one's Sean and which one's Marty?" Right? And to <laughs> me, I'm like, um, "Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> WWE today. They're all Marty." <laughs> so, sorry, I took your punchline, but that's okay. It, 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 you it, you set it up. It was. It's a hundred percent where I was going. So, <laughs> it made, you know. Yeah. All right, I got another email here. Uh, this one uh, is from Ryan no. in Lexington. What? Uh, what? Uh, was the twenty-four? Was he 24? I guess he means what? Was the 24 7 match on Raw as painful as it seemed? Oh, I'm so mad at a person for asking me a 24 7 championship question. Um, don't like it. Uh, uh, but you yeah. know what? That whole, that whole, the computer crapping out on you is, is <laughs> pretty much how I feel about 24 7 everything title related. I, you know, I disagreed with you up until Monday. I, That's I, okay. I, Dave, you you had a very long string of being wrong going on there, and you're finally on the right side of this thing, and I'm glad to see it. Uh, it was it, it's if you want to torture yourself for three minutes of absolute garbage, and look at me calling something WWE does garbage, and, and it is still two minutes and fifty nine seconds too long. 
Yes, yes. I was like, yeah, let me watch this. Awful, awful. Mistake, mistake. All right. <laughs> awful. Oh, my gosh. All right, I got one more email. Uh, if, this... if it's 24-7 title related, I will throw this laptop. No, this actually is a really good email because I think okay. this is something we're going to go in depth about next week. Um, well, the Survivor Series really be the last time Ooh. we see The Undertaker. Ooh. Now, here's my thing. I have maintained for a long time that Survivor Series should be the last place we see The Undertaker because it's where we saw him first. Yep. And we make such a big deal out of the fact that he debuted at that Survivor Series all those years ago. So to me, it makes sense for him to go away at Survivor Series. A lot of people have called for a lot of people have called for him to go away at WrestleMania when he's finally going to go. And, and I understand the thought process there. Um, but for me, there were a few times he should have retired at WrestleMania. Okay. Yeah. He should have retired when if, if he was going to retire at a WrestleMania, is my point. Um, he should have retired when he beat Triple H in their third match with Shawn Michaels as the guest referee. Um, he should have retired when he lost to Brock Lesnar. And he should have retired when he lost to Roman Reigns. Well, we, um, we thought he retired because of everything he left in the ring. But as we saw in this documentary, you know, he wanted that one good match. You know, that bothered him. Yeah. Uh, Kid Cash says if they brought HBK back, they'll bring Undertaker back. I would agree, except for the fact that Taker has been still going for all these years. Sean missed a chunk of his career due to his back injury. And uh, other stuff. I think he'll. I, I think when Taker finally decides that he's done, he said as much. When he finally decides he's done and he doesn't have the itch to go back, it, he's not going to come back. You know what I mean? Uh, now, yeah. Brandy's saying he'll show up at WrestleMania after he gets inducted to the Hall of Fame. Sure, he'll be like those guys and show up and do a choke slam or something like that. But he's not going to show up and wrestle anymore. There's not going to be speculation about like, oh, is, Runner, is Undertaker going to wrestle at WrestleMania this year? It'll just be over. Yeah, I think the WrestleMania matches are done. I mean, he, he closed the book on an AJ Styles match. He was happy with. It was an entertaining match. And it, I think it left fans satisfied. Um, I, I think what happens here is that he chokeslams Retribution so we never see them again. And, uh, and then he, he goes out. I don't know if he rises up into the rafters. Um, or, you know, is he, is he going to you know go into a casket and disappear? Um, yeah, you know, what, what is the exit stage left? For the Undertaker, but but you know, I remember years ago watching this live, seeing this amazing gimmick that I had no idea 30 years later would still be a thing. Who knew? I don't know that we get anything gimmicky like that for his ending. I don't know that we actually get a like a, a, a real big ending for him because he's openly said he kind of doesn't want to have that. He he just wants to be done one day. Um, and I think fans react that way after every match that it might be his last one. So the in the event that he he is done the, the moment has happened you know because they're not taker's not going to show up on monday night raw the next night for a goodbye or something he wants to no. be he said before he when he's done he wants to be done he's just going to leave and you know hang his boots up and hang his his gloves up and everything and just be done um i i as far as whether this survivor series will be the the last one i honestly don't know the answer to that but i'm going to go ahead and say right now it should be 30 years of Undertaker in this business, in this company. Um, the the anniversary of when you debuted, just go out there, whatever the plan is for him, whether he's going to be on a team or so. Isn't there still a spot left on one of the teams? On the SmackDown team, I, I, I can't see him taking a, a spot on the team. because My complaint is he's holding back somebody else who's going to be on the team, which we'll probably find out he's tonight. Really, gonna... He's really not. I'm going to go ahead and just say right now, he's not holding back a single person that could be on that team because <laughs> that is, match is not going to do anything meaningful for anybody. But, but, he, but he, it's not going to fit with the pieces with, with, with Jay Uso. And, it doesn't know, matter. It, it, it doesn't matter. If you it, shoehorn in The Undertaker, the fans will accept it. It doesn't matter. But he's going to come in and you choke slam Keith I mean, Lee. He's going to choke slam Braun and AJ. And the only the only thing that, I mean, realistically, think about this. You Jeez. know, it, it, I mean, it's going to end up being AJ left in the match and Taker's going to show up. I mean, that's that's because AJ's taken re a few shots here and there at Undertaker uh, still after their their match that he had. And AJ's been open outside of wrestling, uh, outside of television anyway, about wanting to have an actual match with The Undertaker 
before Undertaker calls it quits because he, he's glad they did what they did, but he was really hoping they'd get to have a real match. And obviously COVID changed everything. Um, and Angie can be the guy because, I mean, he, he's been phenomenal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. With, with, the way, with the way he wrestles and stuff. And, you know, he's been kind of fun, you know, which is going to be interesting because then they're going to have his bodyguard. Um, you know, stand up and, and look at Taker because they're going to be eye to yeah. eye. <laughs> well, actually, he's going to be taller. I think than he's Taker. taller than Taker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't think. I my problem is I don't think Taker has another one on one match in him. I really just don't think no. he has it left. I think he, if he's going to do anything, it's going to have to be a tag match, and he's going to have to get out with that. Um, I hate to see that though, because look, when HBK came back, the, the match was not not great. good. Yeah, not but good. one of the re- one of the reasons the match was not great was because he was working with three. Uh, where with I'm sorry, with two other dudes who were part-timers at best and another guy who was damn near retired. Yeah. I mean, it, they, they almost never worked. I mean, like, it's hard to just jump back in and do that. Um, you know, it, wa- it wasn't great, and that's the way it was, unfortunately. But, I mean, like, Taker came back and he had that match where he tagged with Roman Reigns against Shane McMahon and uh, Drew – was it Drew McIntyre? I, I think so. I want to say Drew McIntyre. That, was that, a great ended match. Up, that ended up being great. Yeah, you know, that was like that yeah. was cool as hell. So <laughs> yeah, it's like if you match. if you pair him with people who are working regularly, I feel like this can work. Um, that being said, uh, in, in, what can end up happening is take. I mean, you know, take can end up being Taker's the last guy on the SmackDown team, and he's against AJ. It's kind of a one on one, and he could you know lose to AJ and be done. Okay, but how, how, but how do you bring it in? Do you just say okay, well we can't fill the SmackDown spot tonight or next week? I mean, going to drag it out for two weeks. And not fill that last spot. I mean, they very easily could. Are we pretending like it makes any difference whatsoever what they do with that spot? Or is it like, okay, it's going to be Murphy. And then, okay, then the Mur- or maybe Seth gets beat up before Survivor Series. Right, something along that line. I could see this, that. This, so this they need you, a last-minute replacement. This is how you get Seth off of television. But you're like, well, we got four guys. It's a five-on-four match. Oh, my gosh. And then, you know, the last guy gets eliminated. Okay, who's next? And then the Undertaker takes five minutes to show up into the ring. And then they no, I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, Dave would hate that. I'd love it. Um, but or the lights go off and, and then they come back. And, and he's no, like, I think if it'll be his last match, we get an entrance. If it's going to be the last time he walks down that aisle, it'll be he'll get an entrance. So, so this has to be the main event of the evening when we get to survive. It would have to be the main event of the evening. <laughs> it would have to be. See, because I, I figured if he's not doing that, okay, so you can go that route. I'm thinking it's it's you know like he's in the ring, he's doing his thing. Retribution shows up because we have nothing else for them, and he truck slams all of them except for the female, and um, and then and then like they're done. Maybe Tombstone. Yeah, Zali. but okay. But here's my thing. Um, what would be a more meaningful end for him? Beating up the guys that everybody beats up, <laughs> and that's the last we see of the Undertaker, or being involved in a high profile match and putting a guy over on his way out the door. I mean, like for me, I think that's a way better usage of, of the Undertaker before the end uh, than a retribution uh, angle. Right? Ret- um, retribution's a joke. They're such a joke. <laughs> terrible. Yes. They're horrible. Um, but anyway, so I, I realistically, I don't know. I, I, I kind of hope this is the end of the Undertaker, and not because I don't love the Undertaker. It's just it's time. It, it, it is time. I, I agree with you there. Um, which, by the way. I, it has to be time because WWE has like released like everything in the vault that they've had under. It's almost like it's the Undertaker box set of unreleased matches, and they're they're loading um, up the YouTube page with so much stuff. It's incredible. Yeah, we've been on for too long. Yeah, I, I know. Well, it's gonna be edited down anyways because for the fact that like I think somebody was on the air for a minute or two as either you or me. So, uh, well, previously it was, it was when well when your Wi-Fi went down, it was you, obviously. Yes, it was um, yeah, so I mean, I was still talking to people in the comments. I was like, I was like, help me, respond to me, people. Um, in any event, uh, I think that it's uh, it's just time for Taker to be done. But I, it's I also think it's time for us to be done. This has been going on for far. It, too it long. is, yeah, yeah, it has been, yeah. So I'm just we, part of the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> you did, you did. Dang it, Dave. Uh, well, that's it. You don't get to challenge for the 24 seven title next week. You're the you're the one person who doesn't get to win it. In any event, uh, so thank you for joining us this week on Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, uh, again, if you want to get in touch with us anytime, you can. ESPR at FM99.com is our email address. Go ahead and let us know what you thought of AEW Full Gear or what you think about Survivor Series coming up. What do you think they're going to do with The Undertaker? Will it be the last time we see him? Let us know what you think. Uh, Make sure you follow us on social media, facebook.com slash ESPR99, and on the Twitter at ESPR99. 
and follow us. Make sure you turn on your notifications. And of course, you can always listen to us by following us on your major podcasting apps. Just search for ESPR Wrestling and subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and a review because it greatly helps us when you do that. So please, please, please do. And if all else fails, FM99.com and 1069thefox.com, right under the media tab, click ESPR. It will take you to our most recent episode every single time. So without further ado, uh, an hour and two minutes later, I'm going to get out of here until next week. Is next week the preview show? Yes. Yeah. Next week's going to be the preview show. Of so this is the preview preview. Yes, it was. Yeah. Oh, man, this is all right. Hot. All right. Great. So next week will be the Survivor Series preview. So again, get us your emails, ESPR at FM99.com. What do you think is going to happen in Survivor Series? What are your predictions? What are your thoughts on The Undertaker? We want to know. And until next week, remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Good night, everybody.